it's time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Council Roundup each and every Wednesday on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Thanks for hanging out. There's a council meeting Tuesday nights. We uh, cover it and bring you the highlights the following morning. Uh, last night was a full city council meeting. About an hour long. I was very pleasantly surprised to see that. <laughs> uh, and it didn't keep from important things coming up. I was listening this morning while making coffee, uh, getting, you know, my uh, various cups together that I take with me all throughout the day. Uh, and I'm listening in the first half of it. It's all zoning and I'm kind of zoning out. It's like, come on. Is this, it's, I can't just do a show on zoning. There's got to be more to this council meeting. It's only an hour long and they're already like 30 minutes into it. And they're they're not even out of the zoning portion quite yet. Uh, I don't think the zoning portion lasted that long, but zoning was definitely going on and on and on uh, and a couple of interesting things popped up in there uh one in particular was about uh, the size of a cannabis business sign uh, and they needed to get uh, zoning authority to be able to have it as a certain size matching the the size of other uh businesses that have signs in this area so that was that was one small little uh interesting tidbit uh, of the zoning uh, another one about you know the difference between an area or a strip of road having rock or having uh, something more, uh, you know, uh, permanent like uh, like concrete or uh, asphalt or something. But yeah, zoning is uh, sometimes very targeted for specific lots, uh, and it doesn't necessarily impact everybody as a whole. Uh, but when those do pop up, we still listen to it and we'll bring it to you. So uh, it's right here with the council roundup. Uh, but last night after zoning, they did get into some good stuff, uh, talking about the uh, animal control contract with Sangamon County. It's an agreement that's kind of been elusive for months, if not almost a full year now, uh, as the tail end of the current contract year is getting ready to come up and we still don't have an agreement in place. Well, they talked about that last night and they acted on something. We'll get to that. Plus, some back and forth about masks and since now we're in different uh, tiers of COVID-19 mitigation per the governor's orders uh, that changes things a bit for Springfield even though Springfield wasn't following the governor's orders for at least a week after having followed the governor's orders for weeks uh, they are now looking at changing things again uh, so we can expect an update from Mayor Jim Langfelder at some point today about uh, the mask mandate so we'll get to that conversation coming up as well but always good to know where the city's coffers stand how much money is in the bank how much money's come in how much money's been spent here is Treasurer Misty Busher. The corporate fund in the month of December had a beginning balance of $19,055,200. We took in total receipts of $8,464,919. In the month of December, we had total disbursements of $8,434,059, which left the corporate fund with an ending balance in the month of December of $19,086,060. All right, $19 million in the bank. Uh, so, yeah, looking pretty healthy there. And as we talked with Mayor Jim Lang, felt earlier this week uh yeah, the, the reserve funds are healthy uh, and they're looking at a, uh, a a a tight budget year but it's not an abysmal budget year uh so we'll see how that advances as the uh, aldermen last night and the older women last night uh they got the budget books and they're moving forward with uh having their budget hearings uh which i believe the first is going to be next week and it's going to make for a long meeting just for programming note I am not going to be listening to the budget meetings. 
I will read the reports about them. We can talk with Alderman about them and the updates and the highlights. Uh, but those are going to be hours and hours and hours and hours of conversation about line items and this, that, and the other. And uh, I only have so much bandwidth. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Uh, but we will bring you uh, any highlights from the uh, regular council meetings. Uh, and again, we'll touch base with uh, various aldermen as the budget situation uh, progresses. But last night, uh, the Springfield City Council meeting, after dealing with zoning, after hearing about the treasurer's reports, they did bring up a, an ordinance that's just been hanging out for a long time. And it's been a conversation that's happened for years at Springfield City Council chambers. And that is the animal control agreement that the city has with Sangamon County. And as long as I've been covering Springfield City Council, uh, this has been one of those issues where it, it sparks a lot of debate and sparks a lot of passion. And rightfully so. I mean, we all have a soft spot in our hearts for our pets. And we all have a soft spot in our hearts when we see animals not being treated properly, especially during deep parts of the winter where some animals may be left outside that generates calls to animal control uh and there's always been a question about well is springfield police handling this how do they work with springfield animal control and there's been some complaints about people calling animal control and not getting any kind of reaction uh so you know there's there's definitely issues there that need to be dealt with but they haven't necessarily been dealt with but well, we, now we have this contract that uh, is supposed to be for the contract year that ends, what, I think late February? It's the end of January right now, so we're almost through this contract and we still haven't paid for it. Uh, so here is Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkel talking a bit about the uh, animal control contract with Sangamon County. Uh, the uh, county has proposed that, because we're so late in the year, be extended to 2022. The mayor has agreed to that. Uh, so that would be just a technical amendment to change the date to 2022 instead of 2021. It's the same um, agreement, same cost of services, you know, per fee cost of services. Uh, and that is to extend it one year since we're towards the end of the original proposal. Red Path, Alderman Ward 1, um, raised issue with, uh, you know, making sure it's clear how much this is going to cost overall. Well, it might be a financial advantage to us to lock it in for the 303, and those of, those aldermen who are, are who want to make changes to this, I, I know that we can do that later on, so... I would ask the council to consider this. It's a financial opportunity for us. Thank you. And it would be uh, for $303,000 a year. So essentially they'd pay for the year that's already worked its way through, all right? Uh, and then they pay an additional 303000 uh, to uh, cover the next year. Uh, and in between that time, uh, I would imagine there's going to be a lot more debate about animal control and how to move forward, uh, especially with Alderwoman Kristen DeCenso. She's long been uh, somebody uh, raising concern about the animal control contract. Uh, she's long been someone raising the concern about the lack of responsiveness from Sangamon County Animal Control. Uh, so here's uh, some of her concerns last night. And to say that we're going to, that they'd be open to go back um, and take amendments on this contract, as we could all see from the contract we received, they were not open to any of our changes. So I think it's very naive of us to think that the county will just say, okay, we'll do that now, when we tried to pr pr propose some things and put some things forward to them, and they weren't open to it. So I understand this contract is a year past due, but I think it should go to 2022, and then we go from there. 
We will hear more about the animal control contract coming up here with the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. With the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs, a lot of discussion on the issue of uh, the animal control contract, and uh, they are looking at extending it for two years, uh, $303,000 a year. The city pays the county for animal control. Uh, the uh, current year is practically out of uh, out of time, uh, so they're just going to extend it a year. Uh, but there was a discussion about putting this out for bid. Uh, and here is uh, Alder woman, uh, Alderman Ralph Hanauer worried about uh, eh, that bidding area. It's probably not going to uh, produce much. I'm up for old, I'm, I have no problem bidding anything out. You know that. Um, I think we're going to find out that there's no other place to to, uh, to do it. So, I mean, it doesn't look like, look like the appetite's there to go to 2023. I threw it out there. I was thinking we could it could be a savings. And just the man, I, I, I would ask um, uh, uh, Mr. Zirkel, how many hours was spent on this going back and forth? between Sangamon County and you guys. That's that's the biggest cost savings in the whole thing by going an extra year. Mayor Jim Langfelder talking about the animal control contract. So the amendment is to uh, extend it through February 28, 2022 with the annual payments of $303,289.24. And that would be for um, you know, $303,000 uh, each year. Uh, the amendment passed and here's seven a, eyes and three nays mayor thank you is there any uh, council member if you'd let me know if you're interested in uh, participating in that rp process let me know now or uh, later thank you all woman descends on family great thank you very much so there is going to be an effort to look forward uh, at possibly doing some kind of rfp process but as we heard hanauer say he doesn't think there's anybody else out there that can do it malderman mcminniman uh raising similar concerns i think over the course of time we've had a real high level of interest by our citizens in the way animal control is conducted and we want greater responsiveness and so forth I'm going to vote yes because we got to pay what's due for the services rendered. I think it was a mistake to extend the contract because it eliminates our opportunity to try to make modifications that are, um, which our citizens um, ask for. And he said, uh, moving forward, having a feasibility study uh, will really help better understand what, what the options are. I don't favor the request for proposal idea because I don't think there'll be anyone in a position to bid on something like this. I think the better route to go, Mr. Mayor and Alderman Conley and others is to have a feasibility study where you have our most interested persons on this issue, storm brain, brainstorm, and think about how the city might take back the animal control function. But ultimately, he said that if we do a request for proposal or put it out for bid somewhere, uh, he doesn't anticipate anybody actually picking that up. So ultimately, that uh, extended animal control contract for $303,000 a year does pass. Back with the council roundup. Let's get back to business. Springfield City Council business. It's the WMAY morning news feed. And uh, the council roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. 
So after uh, advancing a two-year contract with the Sangamon County uh, Animal Control, uh, it was time for new and unfinished business in Alderwoman DeCenso, raising uh, questions about the city's mask mandate. As we move into move back to phase four, which is a good thing, um, I just want to make sure that everyone is clear on the mask mandate that we have in the city of Springfield. Um, I've just forwarded an email to you and Corporation Council that's from the YMCA that is saying that they're not going to enforce the mask mandate when people are working out. So I think we're going to have a lot of this kind of confusion because we did pass our own mask mandate. So I just want to make sure that everyone's on the same page and there's clarity on that. And are we going to get that clarity today? Uh, looks like uh, Mayor Jim Langfelder saying that he does anticipate putting out some kind of update uh, today. Uh, what could that be? Yeah, but uh, that you. is one of the areas. I appreciate you bringing that up because uh, ours is more restrictive than the uh, state's guidelines. So uh, m moving forward here, uh, you've got uh, the conversation about masks that uh, keeps coming back up, uh, especially after the city of Springfield was the first municipality to require masks indoors or face a $50 penalty. And what happens whenever we get into phase four, which we're in now, and apparently phase four, uh, as you heard the YMCA saying, they're not going to enforce the masks for people working out. Uh, because it doesn't require it, according to the governor. But that conflicts with the city's measure. Uh, but Alderman Hanauer saying with the budget discussions coming up, he plans on heading back into the city council chambers and no longer participating via remote Zoom access. I know for, for myself, I'm going to try to get back and start going back to the council chambers next week. Um, with everything going on this week uh, downtown, I didn't want to, I was going to try to get back tonight, but, but didn't want to deal with all that. Um, and I think it's it's going to be hard to do do budget over Zoom, I think. That's that's just my opinion. I, I think that we need to kind of get back in, into the chamber since we are back to where we were in the summer. And he talked about the mask as well. Trying to, trying to get on a treadmill or on a, um, on a, elliptical with a mask is pretty brutal and uh most people end up having it down below their nose anyway so that's something i i think we need to look at the other one is at the council chambers i think that we need well, while we're sitting at our desk with the plexiglass and everything i think it needs to be modified to where we're allowed to take our our mask off at our desk i think that we spent a lot of money on the plexiglass for for you know, good reasons. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how much they spent on it, but they got plexiglass all over the place. Uh, that plexiglass, uh, not necessarily uh, suitable for some. We'll hear about that coming up. But Alderwoman Turner chiming in on the mask debate, not wanting to take sides initially. On the clarifying statement, is that going to include the information about the uh, bars and restaurants with the times of, times of operation and all of that? Yep. Yes, that's correct. Okay, and and I I understand, and I'm I truly am not don't want to debate the whole mask thing or being in the chambers because I know everybody has their own opinion about that. But I just think that whatever we do, we need to be consistent, and I don't think we should put ourselves in a situation where we are being exempted from an ordinance that we are putting in in play for everybody else. And if we're gonna say that we don't have to wear the mask when we're indoors, then nobody wears them when they're indoors. And if people are not going to wear them 
when they're, you know, like at the Y or those places, you know, I think we just say, I mean, you have to be consistent and I'm not coming down one way or another. So please nobody send me hate mail. I'm just saying we need to be consistent. She does show her hand a little bit, though, uh, in uh, the back and forth between uh, Alderwoman Turner and Alderman Ralph Anauer. At the restaurants, when people are at their table, they can they can take their mask off. We're at a desk. We got plexiglass between us and the people next to us. I don't I don't see a difference between that and and sitting at a at a table with no plexiglass or anything like that. So, but I think when you're at a restaurant, you're eating, so you need your mask off so you can eat. I don't think you need your mask off so you can talk. I, and I said I wasn't going to. I'm debating it. We'll you said you weren't going to debate it. I know. We'll I am so sorry. I'm done. All of us getting comments. ready for the state house. Yeah, she's getting ready for the state house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Uh, because, yeah, Alder, Alderwoman Turner's name has been um, uh, floated as possibly somebody to replace uh, the former state senator Andy Minar, whose last day was yesterday, I believe. All right, so the council roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. And a final word here about the mask mandates and the partitions and plexiglass put up in between the aldermen. Is that enough? If it's not enough, why did we put them up? Alderwoman DeCenso chiming in. Um, the plexiglass, you can literally reach under that plexiglass and touch the person next to you. It is close quarters. Um, I think that there should be, you should have a, you know, if you prefer to Zoom, if you feel more comfortable Zooming. Um, I will say that I wore a mask at City Council all summer long. That doesn't make me better or worse than anybody else. It's just what I did. And if we have a mask mandate in place that we voted for, we should stick to that. So I don't think we should get special rules. Well, you can always come back and change that. Is that going to be an effort underway? Uh, We shall see. That's your Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Thank you so much for sponsoring this extremely important, interactive, and enjoyable entertainment known as the Council Roundup.